Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back to Chew the Bible. I'm really feeling this beat. Hold on a second. Turn this up a little bit. Turn this up a little bit. It's your good friend A.A. Ron. It is April 20th, 2022. The rain has stopped. I hope you're all cozy in bed or whatever you're doing. Driving, chilling. Just know the Lord is with you. It's always with you. So whatever you're going through, you don't have to be afraid. You don't have to be anxious. Stop looking at the problem and look your look at Jesus. That's that's the lesson I'm learning during this season. It's so easy to look at the problems and focus on the problem in front of you instead of looking. Keep your eyes on Jesus. Keep your eyes on Jesus. I remember when I used to play basketball, my buddy GP Grandin used to be like, Aaron, Aaron, Yancey. They used to call me by my last name, actually. Like, Yancey, Yancey. Sometimes they call me Kobe, but, or Jesus Shuttlesworth. I had a lot of nicknames. Christmas, Spider, Old School. Anyway, uh, they like, mainly they would say Yancey, Yancey, Yancey. Look at the, look at the, look at the hoop when you do free throws. Don't put your head down. Because I would have a tendency to dribble, you know, take my three dribbles and look down and then look at the hoop. But there's something about keeping your eyes on the target, focus on the target. It'll help you be more accurate. I wasn't the greatest free throw shooter either. I was kind of average. I shot about like 60%. I was like 50%. I shot better than Ben Simmons. That's all that matters. So don't hate. Uh, Yeah. But yeah, look at the target. Keep your eyes on the target. Keep your eyes on the prize. The prize of Jesus Christ. All this stuff on this earth. These trials and tribulations, they're just distractions. There's distractions on every corner. From the moment you wake up, there's distractions. And we got to keep our eyes on Jesus. Anyway, hope that blessed somebody. We are in Psalm 55. This is a little bit longer one. You got, got 23 verses. Y'all get 23. Man, I want to run that beat back. Oh, well, hopefully this next one is nice. Hey, it's called Rain Dance. <laughs> How fitting. All right. For the choir director with stringed instruments, a mascal of David. The heading for this is Betrayal by a Friend. 
God, listen to my prayer and do not hide from my plea for help. Pay attention to me and answer me. I am restless and in turmoil with my complaints because of my enemies' words, because of the pressure of the wicked, for they bring down disaster on me and harass me in anger. My heart shudders within me. Terrors of death sweep over me. Fear and trembling grip me. Horror has overwhelmed me. I said, if only I had wings like a dove, I would fly away and find rest. How far away I would flee. I would stay in the wilderness. Selah. I would hurry to my shelter from the raging wind and the storm. Lord, confuse and confound their speech, for I see violence and strife in the city. Day and night they make the rounds on its walls. Crime and trouble are within it. Destruction is inside it. Oppression and deceit never leave its marketplace. Now it is not an enemy who insults me. Otherwise, I could bear it. It is not a foe who rises up against me. Otherwise, I could hide from him. But it is you, a man who is my peer, my companion and good friend. We used to have a close fellowship. This reminds me of my homie Snook. No, no. Snook, if you ever listen to this, man, I miss you, bro. All right, we used to have close fellowship. We walked with the crowd into the house of God. Let death take them by surprise. Let them go down to Sheol alive because evil is in their homes and within them. But I call to God and the Lord. If you don't have this underlined, you better go highlight it, underline it. This is a good prayer right here. We're going to pray this out to close it out. After I read these Tony, Tony, Tony notes. But I called to the Lord. I called to God and the Lord will save me. I complain and groan morning, noon and night. And he hears my voice. Though many are against me, he will redeem me from my battle unharmed. God, the one who enthroned from long ago, will hear and will humiliate, humiliate them. Selah. Because they do not change and do not fear God, my friend acts violently against those at peace with him. He violates his covenant. His buttery words are smooth, but war is in his heart. His words are softer than oil, but they are drawn swords. Cast your burden on the Lord and he will sustain you. He will never allow the righteous to be shaken. God, you will bring them down to the pit of destruction. Men of bloodshed and treachery will not live out their days, will not live out half their days, but I will trust in you. Man, this these scriptures are so timely with what I got going on. It's not the exact circumstances, but it's like everything I need to hear. I'm in the Psalms at just the right time in my life. I promise you. Uh, that's why I feel like this Chew the Bible podcast is really somewhat of a journal, a journal, a journey. And I look forward to the day. I look back on this. I'm just going to, you know, when I'm done with the entire Bible, hopefully by uh, hopefully by the end of this summer, it's the goal. Or maybe sooner. One of these days I might just take a whole day off and just go ham. But uh, I like I like, you know, 
doing this over the course of time. Because yeah, I'm gonna look back on this and like, oh, I remember going through that around this time and going through that and just seeing just these scriptures lining up with my life and how they helped me get through it and keep my eyes on Jesus on the on the rim. Keep my eyes above the rim. <sighs> there we go. Let's read these notes real quick. By Tony Evans. David asked the Lord to interfere with his enemy's ability to communicate with one another. Just as the Lord had confused the speech of those building the tower in Babylon, David pleads with God for deliverance, crying out to him around the clock. He does, doesn't utter a calm, respectable prayer. Instead, he complains and groans. Hey, it's okay to not have sophisticated prayer sometimes to actually to groan and complain. God, yeah, I know that one dude sings that song. I won't complain. I've had some good days. Anyway, I'm not going to do that to y'all. I may play that song at the end. I think I have it saved in my phone. I mean, on this app. I'll put that at the end. But hey, God, I know it's not good to complain all the time, but God does hear our complaints and hears our groans. It's okay to do that with him. Like, I, I've come to the opinion that God likes when we we yell and we talk to him and engage with him and wrestle with him like Jacob did before he became Israel. Just, you know, you might, uh, what are you, his hip socket? Yeah, you got to, so you start walking. You might, you might be walking with a limp afterwards, but hey, it's part of, it's part of the journey. It's part of God likes, I think I even named that the title of one of these recordings, one of my long, when I was talking about Jacob, like how about God loves wrestling or wrestling, as some people like to say. <sighs> He's Hulk Hogan <laughs> or Macho Man Randy Savage. Anyway, snap it to a Slim Jim. Oh, yeah. Anyway, I just lost like a bunch of people on that one. All right. David pleads with God for deliverance, crying out to him around the clock. Talk about praying without ceasing. I was having that conversation with my brother the other day, how the Muslim brothers, man, they are faithful. They pray five. Yeah, because he was over there and the, my brother fought in. Um, he was over there in Iraq. I get him confused. He was over in the Middle East. And he used to hear the whole call to prayer. And yeah, the, the enemies that he was fighting, they would uh, take their break. They somehow were able to like still fight, fight each other and have time to pray five times a day. Anyway, uh, yeah, fight the fight, the American soldiers, fight each other and pray five times. They were dedicated. Yeah. Muslim brothers would be more dedicated to the cause than a lot of Christians. I mean, yeah. You got to be careful because you can get into a lot of religion. Just like when I was out in California, oh, I used to see Jehovah Witness on every corner, at every train station, every bus stop, spreading that, spreading their their uh, their word, the JW word. Uh, yeah. Anyway, I'm I'm I don't say that to like encourage you into any type of religiosity, but just like God desires 
to like, like I said before, like the desires I have to like the last young lady I was talking to. Uh, I'm not going to say her name on here. I'll just say Miss. Uh, <laughs> Miss. Uh, Miss Banks. And just any woman I've talked to before, even while I was married, like there's this yearning. There's this hole, man. There's this hole like that we're trying to fill with this intimacy with people and and ice cream and uh, desserts. I'm speaking. I'm telling on myself here and just in sex and like and entertainment and video games and sport, like all these things. And God is like, hey, are you whenever you're done with that stuff and you realize it's, it's leaving you empty and malnourished, come to me. I have living water, living water. I don't think it's any coincidence that my last delivery was like two cases of water. And earlier I had like a bunch of water I had to deliver. And just anyway, God is that living water. He wants to fill you. He wants to pour into you. And it's interesting that David was married. David had like five wives. I can't remember how many wives David had. He had a lot of wives. And somehow... Yeah, especially in this, and it's interesting that he it says he was praying around the clock. It took, it took. I'm sure there was a time where David wasn't praying this as as much. His prayer life probably dwindled, having all them wives and having all them relations, as my grandma would say. Uh, that's the old first term for getting busy, knocking the boots, uh, all that. Yeah. Anyway making whoopee whatever you you want to say uh yes it's something about there's something about adversity and challenges and like circumstances like i'm dealing with right now that drive us to a deeper more intimate relationship with the lord and cry out to him and plead with him and yes pray around the clock and yeah and groaning and complaining to the lord and to the point where, like, I'll, my favorite example of this is Hannah, where Hannah was wanting a baby so bad, and her husband over there like, "Aren't I? What more do you want from me, woman? Aren't I enough? Better than ten sons, or whatever he said." What? Yeah, and then she's in the temple, she's praying so hard, and the old dude, I think Levi's his name, whatever the priest was at that time, comes into the temple and sees her praying so hard that he thinks she's drunk. That's what the Lord loves, that type of prayer, where we're like. like we don't care. We don't care who's watching. We don't care about looking like a fool. Uh, yeah, just crying. Like my brother even like he took this. He saw this dude at a bus stop recently. <clears throat> he took a video and he sent it to me. And this dude was on his knees like at the bus stop crying out to the lord like just praying his guts out and i'm not saying you gotta that makes i'm not i don't want to get religious about this and try to say like that makes you more spiritual whatever but like there is something about when you're at like your wits end and you're desperate and you humble yourself before the lord and say god i need you though we need you like he here like i don't know i don't know how it all works in the spirit realm Somehow the frequency turns up a little bit from the AM to the the fuzzy AM to the FM or the satellite radio. I like to say it's even clearer or yeah. And yeah, the mail gets there a little quicker, like DoorDash style, Uber style, Instacart style. 
So anyway, I keep getting off track. David pleads with God for deliverance, crying out to him around the clock. He doesn't utter a calm, respectable prayer. Instead, he complains and groans. Being emotionally honest with God. Be authentic with him when your life is in turmoil. He already knows your thoughts and anxieties, so there's no point trying to hide them from him. Amen. The Lord knew about David. I'm about to do that as soon as I got this phone for me. I'm just cry to the Lord for a minute. The Lord knew about David's friend who broke covenant with him. Such actions do not go unnoticed by the God who is always faithful to his own covenant. Place on God's shoulders that which is weighing you down as you wait for him to intervene in your circumstances. Man, so good. Exactly what I needed here. I'm going to say it again. Place on God's shoulders that which is weighing you down as you wait for him to intervene in your circumstances. He did not mean for you to carry all this weight, y'all. We're not meant to carry all this weight on our chest. This will cause cancer and strokes and all other kind of problems like carrying too much crap. I'm talking to myself, I'm talking to myself. All right. Let it go. Elsa would say, is that, oh, yeah, I don't know. On them girls from, uh, old girl from, uh, Frozen. All right, let's pray this. But I call to you, God. I call to you, God. And the Lord, you, Lord, will save me. I complain and I groan morning, noon, and now I've been complaining to my brother all day today, God. But he's not you. He's not you. I love my brother, but he's not you, God. You heard all those complaints. Thank you, God, that you've already heard and you've heard our groanings, God. You hear our voices, God. Though Satan and his demons are against me, you, God, will, not maybe, not might, will redeem me. You will redeem me from my battle, battles, plural, unharmed. God, the one enthroned from long ago, will hear and humiliate Satan and his demons and any anything that tries to get in the way of my destiny, God. Lord, we cast... Wow, this little note, there's these little notes that are in here that Tony puts in here. It says, called Hope Words. It says, the level of your worry reflects the size of your faith. And it's wild because my dad, my dad has his coworker who gave him a, a little plastic baggie with a mustard seed in it. And just to signify this, how much faith you need. Um, my dad just showed that to me a couple of days ago. And um, yeah, I was thinking I should get some of those just to hand out to people. 
And then maybe put like a little scripture in there, like a fortune cookie, a little strip, a scripture written on it, piece of paper. Good evangelism tool. Homemade chick track. There you go. Mustard. Find some mustard seeds. Or uh, some flax seeds. Those are tiny too. They don't necessarily have to be a mustard seed. And uh, put it in tiny, like little baggies, little dime bags. <laughs> don't put any uh, other, uh, you know what, in there. Uh, contraband. And uh, put a little note in there and pass them out to people. So like, here you go. It's a gift. Change your life forever. They'll, they'll probably never will give it away. They'll probably hold on to it for the rest of their life. Here we go. Here we go. We're going to close this out. Verse 22. Lord, we cast our burdens on you, Lord, because you will sustain us. You will never... Ever, 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 ever allow the righteous to be shaken. Lord, I feel like I've been shaken a lot. But you will never allow. I don't understand what that means. You say never let all the righteous to be shaken. Is that I'm guessing that means like in terms of like eternity, because in the temporary, I feel like I've been shaken a lot. But. In the grand scheme of eternity Outside of time Because you are outside of time And your word says I'm seated at the right hand of the father In heavenly places You uphold me with your righteous right strong hand So It's impossible for somebody to be shaken When they're sitting in The palm of your righteous right hand How can I be shaken How can I be shaken Or How can we be shaken God you will you already have brought down our enemies, Satan, down to the pit of destruction. He would not live out his days. He's done for. And I will trust. We will trust in you, Lord. Help us to trust for you, even trust you, even when our our faith is as tiny as a mustard seed. Sometimes it feels like smaller than that. When we get real honest with ourselves. So thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for this word. Thank you for those that are listening. Anoint the ears of those that are listening. Pray that it be transformed from this day forward. That uh, those that don't know you, that they would humbly say, Jesus, I don't know what this A.A. Ron is talking about over here, but and I don't get it all. It doesn't make it's kind of weird it doesn't make a lot of sense. But I want to know more about you. And uh, I know things in my life aren't the way they should be and I know they feel off and I wanted to have a peace a peace a joy um, a certainty that I will spend eternity with you God so I ask you today this from this day forward I ask you into my heart transform me rearrange just rearrange my heart God and make me a new person. In Jesus' mighty name I pray. Amen. All right, y'all. Thanks for listening. And uh, yes, cry out to the Lord like Hannah or David. And don't be... Uh, prayer is just communication. is just talking. You can fall down on the mat five times a day, but that doesn't make you any more spiritual. God looks at your heart. And he desires... It's like... 
this last young lady I was talking to. And I honestly, like, whoever my next wife is going to be, that's the kind of relationship I look forward to having where, like, we, yeah, we hate being apart from them. We do everything together. Uh, where, yeah, when Pete, when, whenever they see my wife, they see me. Whenever they see me, they see my wife. I mean, we'll still have our own identities by ourselves, you know, and have our own, like, you know, lives and time to ourselves. But just that intimacy where, yeah, we can talk on the phone all day if we're away out of town or something. And we just love to be in each other's presence. And But I honestly feel like you have to have the intimacy with the Lord first before you can have that with a wife or, or a husband genuinely. And it work because God's going to come. There's going to be times. I honestly, I honestly realize, think this is my personal opinion. Uh, don't. Yeah. You don't have to quote this or. Yeah. This is my personal opinion. I really think once again, just God allows circumstances into our lives. Because God is jealous. He's a jealous guy. He is a jealous. He like some of these women, uh, the women begin jealous. God is more jealous than a wife. Yeah, a wife more jealous than a husband. A hus like you ever seen a husband see some dude trying to I remember my former wife used to come home talking about some dude trying to holler at her at the gas station. And I'll act all cool and you know, but yeah, inside of me, yeah, that jealousy is there. Um anyway. God is a jealous guy. And it's not in the same way. Uh, that a man or, you know, a woman would have the jealousy where there's some insecurity there or fear over being cheated on, blah, 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 whatever. It's not like a human jealousy. It's a righteous jealousy. It's like God's anger is righteous. Uh, he's he it's more of like he gets angry at how sin affects his children. He gets jealous over how there's so many things in idols and distractions modern day idols we have in our society that cause us to not want to be intimate with him. We love things of this world. We love houses. We love money. We love cars. We love games and all these things more than we love him. And so he will purposely allow circumstances into our lives that will force us to humble ourselves and go back to him and love on him and provide. Yeah. And, and cry out to him. And then a lot of times after he fixes our problem, he already knows. There, there he goes. There goes my daughter. So I'm right back to that, that idol. They can't do nothing for him. But I still love that. I still love him. I still love him. Anyway, God loves you. He cares for you. And um, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with playing video games, watching TV. But God, like, Imagine if you had a spouse who you never spent time with. How long do you think that marriage is going to last? Not very long. Not more than 11 years like mine did. So communication is lubrication, as my big bro says. So talk to the Lord. Cry out to him. Spend time with him. And, uh, yeah, watch how different your life goes. <laughs> The problems, the challenges, the circumstances are still going to come along, the hurdles, but you will, your faith will, in your depth of like relationship. One more thing. I just, looking back on my marriage, there were so many things that when I look back on where we were when we first got married and then where we were even at the end, 
the biggest problem at the end is that we couldn't see it's hard yeah we weren't remembering or reflecting on at least i wasn't on all the times god had come and come through for us and my neighbor's over there whistling with his dog uh how he will come through again so anyway i've said enough it's 27 minutes long god bless y'all thanks for listening and i will be back tomorrow god willing uh, yeah so is there anything else on my heart i want to share nah i'm just uh <laughs> this neighbor mag he's over here I'll say hey what's going on hey I'm just uh <laughs> doing my little podcast oh. yeah Wait, you have a podcast yeah man what's it called it's called chew the bible you have uh iTunes uh no but I have a podcast app on my uh iPad yeah, as long as you can get iTunes or Spotify or uh, any any podcast app, it's, it should be on all of them. Okay, so it's called... Yeah, True, like C-H-E-W-T-H-E. So C-H-E-W? Uh-huh, like Chew, like like Chew Bubblegum? Yeah. The Bible. Chew the Bible? Yep, yep. You doing all right? Yeah. So, today, one of my friends... Uh, let, me, let me cut this off real quick. Romans 3.23 says, For all have sinned or missed the mark or veered off the path and fallen short of the glory of God or God's perfect standard. Romans 6.23 says, For the wages of the cost of that sin is death or eternal separation from God. But the free gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Romans 5a says, But God demonstrated his love toward us or showed his love toward us in that while we were still yet sinners, Jesus Christ died for us. Romans 10 verse 9 through 10 says that if we will confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in our heart that God has raised him from the dead, we will, not might be, not maybe, we will be saved. For with our hearts we believe we are now in right standing with God and with our mouths we confess that we are now saved. Lastly, Romans 10 verse 13 says that whosoever, anybody, everybody who calls upon the name of the Lord, they will be saved. So if you never asked Jesus into your heart or you've walked away from him and you would like to rededicate your life to him, you can just simply say, dear God, I know I'm a sinner. I know my sin deserves to be punished. I believe Jesus Christ is the son of God who died for me and rose from the grave. I want to turn from my sin and trust Jesus Christ alone as my Savior. Thank you for the forgiveness and everlasting life I can now have through faith in Jesus. In Jesus' mighty, precious name I pray. Amen.
some good days I've had some hills to climb I've had some weary days and some lonely nights but when I when I look around and I think things over you know what? All of my good days outweigh my bad days. I, I won't complain. Sometimes the clouds hang low. I can hardly see the road I asked the question Lord Lord why so much pain but he knows what's best for me although my weary they can't see so I'll just say thank you Lord I, I won't complain God has been so good to me has he been good? He to me more than this whole world are you could ever be he's been so good to me you know what he did yeah he dried all of my tears away Turn my midnights in today So I'll just say thank you Lord I've been lied on, but thank you Lord I've been talked about, but thank you Lord I've been misunderstood, but thank you Lord You might be sick Body rocking with pain, but thank you, Lord. The bills are due. Don't know where the money coming from, but thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I won't. Yeah. I won't complain. It dries. It dries. It dries. It dry, it dry, it dry, it dry, 
Yeah! 